Hi, welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gates Daily Podcast. I'm Carl Nicholson, and for today's podcast, I'd like to talk about language and languages. It's an honor to be here um, talking to you guys, and God bless you. Language is um, so fascinating. It's such a multidimensional topic that I believe it would be hard to tackle in uh, one podcast, probably one day, probably one year. Um, and it's so fascinating. Um, <clears throat> I just want to kind of talk around it a little bit and, and kind of maybe some different situations and kind of bring, hopefully bring a context um, to how language, some of the different aspects of it and, and how we can, how we're supposed to use it um, for the glory of God. Um, I recently did a, <clears throat> I'm just retired from the military and I recently did a certification for, um, to use on the civilian side because I was been in the military so long. Um, and we, ha- we, we like, we have a language. Yeah, we speak English, but we, I mean, you get in the room with a bunch of us having a meeting, especially like mission type planning. And it'll just, it'll just lose your interest after a little bit because you won't understand, <clears throat> you know, up to a quarter of the things we say up to 25 to 50% of things we say just because of the, the language. And so the same is true on the other side. Um, I, I set out to get this certification um, for <clears throat> project management type stuff, which I'm really familiar with um, the actions of it and doing it. But having been doing it on the military side for several years um, and not doing it on the other civilian side, um, I, I quickly came to the understanding <clears throat> that it's a different language. And I, I didn't know a lot of the terminology. It's not that I didn't know of the words, but I didn't know that they're used like they were and how they're used and the context of them. And so it was such a joy and exploration process of, of learning the language. Um, And it was a lot of research of like, well, you know, what does this mean? I can't answer a question if I don't know what parts of the question mean. So it's, you know, spent, it took a lot of time to research and really learn the language and how to, how to communicate with it. Um, And then, I have my kids. Um, they're uh, they're really young right now. They're uh, four and a half, four and a half, and three. And <clears throat> I find the most fascinating thing that one um, when uh, outsiders, you know, people outside our family come, they can't understand what my kids are saying sometimes. But I can understand because I know their language. Um, and you know, they're learning language in our house. They're learning how to say stuff. Some stuff just the words don't come out right. Some stuff they say things kind of. Um, in a roundabout way of what they're trying to say. But I know what they're saying because they're in the process of learning language and I'm in that process with them. And and I even sometimes um, will use terms that aren't um, 100% correct with what you and I speak language-wise because I want them to have understanding in what we're talking about. So I'll come to their level of their language uh, to talk to them to, to speak in a way that, that they understand in the, in the moment, because I need that greater than I need at that moment to them to understand the best way to say something. So I think that's one of the, the great things, uh, takeaways about language is language is always being learned. And I believe language is actually, um, changing. I believe it actually changes. I mean, think of words that weren't in the English vocabulary 20 years ago. Um, Gmail, um, Google may have been, you know, all these, all these IT 
type words and things and how we made, you know, have just changed words. I understand that the word priority was not a plural word uh, in the 1700s, you know, whenever it was used. It was uh, until the 1700s, 1800s, it was just meant priority. It was not, there was no priorities, prioritize, prioritizing. It, there was only one word that was priority. And so you can see that culture and language um, change and progresses over time. And now it's like, it's a it's a known thing that, that these words exist because we decided. So I think language is also, you know, it's tied to culture. It, it it's deeply tied to culture, but it's also deeply tied to relationship. And I believe that's where it becomes really important for us um, is to understand how, how important language is in relationship, just like I'm talking about with my kids. Uh, a little over 20 years ago, um, <clears throat> I went to Mexico to be a missionary and um, I was only down there for a little over a year, but I spent 10 months of that in language school learning Spanish. And it was just a immersion type learning. And it was, uh, I had some lovely people teaching me and, you know, I, I, I thank God I learned it. Well, in order to keep up with language the last 20 years, when I haven't been around, um, Latino people mostly, and when I have in the military setting, English is our first language, so it's kind of, um, it's official to speak English. It's not official to speak other languages. So whereas it's accepted maybe in an off-duty situation, um, it's, it's fine. <clears throat> it's not okay on, on duty. It's not, it's not, um, uh, the official language is, is English. So, um, but anyway, so to, so to upkeep Spanish, um, all these years, what I've had to do is I just tried to basically covenant with myself to, to spend 30 minutes a day. And obviously there's, Many, many days I haven't, um, but there are many, many days I have spent 30 minutes or longer uh, listening to Spanish and speaking it with what I'm hearing. And one of the, one of my favorite ways that I've done for years now is um, listen to the audio Bible. And you know, so through worship music and the audio Bible, I mean, easily 90 to 95% of the way that I keep up, that I have kept up and I keep up currently with Spanish is through um, the Bible and, and worship music. And so what has happened on a deeper level um, over time is that, I, you know, it just, Spanish to me reminds me of, of Yahweh, it reminds me of God's kingdom, it reminds me of, of heavenly things. And so um, what happens is I, I, it's easy, it becomes, it's, it's almost like it's a bridge that becomes e easy uh, stepping stone or something for me to, to engage with God. Once I transition into that language, um, when I'm by myself, it's like, it becomes, um, it, it's like a doors open a little bit. It's almost like a personable language that I have with, with Yahweh that I'm able to speak. And also there is, um, research and, um, I believe there's a truth to it that they say that people even have different personalities in different languages. Like when, when people are bilingual, trilingual, polyglots, you know, speak a bunch of languages that there's a, a known difference that people have um, when they speak different languages because of the, the format of the language itself, because of the, you know, all, all these different reasons. Um, and I could attest to that. I, 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 I sound, you know, after considering it, I, I actually sound a little bit different to myself when I, I'm talking to people in Spanish. Um, and so how amazing that, that our father, um, 
teaches this language and that, and that um, when, when Holy Spirit was poured out on Pentecost, that that language was this huge thing that came down and that affected them and that was changed. And, and they heard them speaking in every language, um, the praises of God. Um, it's really amazing. And I think there's a whole lot going on there. Um, but I would like to highlight this about language. And, and we know that, um, you know, you, when you, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you um, and we will be witnesses to him um, in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and all to the ends of the world. But it says when in Acts 2, when the Holy Spirit, um, the day of Pentecost fully came, they were all together in one place and the sound of a rushing wind um, filled the place and divided tongues of fire sat over each of them. And they each, um, they spoke in all these languages declaring the praises of God. Um, and so, I, you know, there's a, I think there's a lot of ways to do that. There's a, there's a learned language, there's a divine language of God, there's a, a way to divinely get a language from God, and, and sometimes it sounds like an actual language, sometimes it doesn't. It's a language of tongues, of, of angels, or, you know, um, a heavenly language. And so it's like all this just, it's just multidimensional um, thing that happened, and, and these tongues that came down, and this wind that came down, just the way that I see the um, the manifestation of the Holy Spirit and the the point of what the Holy Spirit does when He comes on us is He sits on us with divided tongues of of fire um, and breath and wind that that is divided tongues and and this is my opinion and it's of um, of life and death and incorruption. I believe that is the language that the Holy Spirit sits on us with. It's it's a it's incorrupt tongues of life and death that he that he becomes um in us and teaches us the language of God and how to communicate. <clears throat> so think about the the way we communicate. I mean, um think of the term body language, right? That so so uh tongues and what we say and our sound is a such an important aspect and a door and a gateway to to language and how we talk. But but think about body language, how important that is. Think about like, even like your mom or your dad growing up, if, if, if you know, or your kids when they do something wrong and say you're, uh, you're with a group of people or people in your house or it's in a public and it's like, you just, you can have that look <laughs> and mom used to have that look and, or you have that look at your kids and it's like, there is nothing that needs to be said. Like a thousand words just got said by that look on my mom's face or, you know, I just, my kid knows it's time and the same thing with lovers, you know, and people um, <clears throat> married, there's just, there's these looks. And so that's language too. Our bodies are language too. Um, and so how important is it that we engage and learn and upkeep and grow in the language of God? Um, <clears throat> closing out in a minute, I just want to, you know, highlight a couple other of areas that I believe are language. I think music is a language. Um, I learned, I started learning guitar like a little over 10 years ago. And it didn't come easily for me. I didn't just sit down and God gave me this supernatural, you know, like like the Holy, Holy, Holy Ghost who fell on Pentecost and all of a sudden everybody's speaking in tongues. It didn't come like that to me. It was more like my kids growing up learning language and learning to do it right. It's, it took me a while. But as I learned that language, I learned to, now I know how to, how to make sounds to God. I know how to, it's like a language that I speak and, I, and, and it's, it talks. It talks to me and it talks to my father in heaven. It's an amazing language. Um, um, I believe numbers are a language. I, I, 
I, I believe Holy Spirit, God, God wants to have a language with us. And so as part of that language, there's numbers there. There are certain numbers that like mean something to me. And, and I've grown in, in this over time and it's nothing I've ever really talked to anybody about, but it doesn't, it's not between anybody else and me, but I, I the numbers mean something to me and there are numbers that mean things. And it's just like little data points of, if, if you're always speaking all the time and it's like taking the time to learn this language when we learn these different languages and how to communicate, uh, we become uh, effective communicators in the multidimensional way, ways that, that God speaks to us. And so it's become such a precious and valuable thing to me um, through, through music and now through numbers. Um, also, let's see, let's see what's um, math. <clears throat> you know, I'm, um, I'm in a school right now and I'm <clears throat> going through some really difficult math, but the most fascinating things happening i can see that um some of the professors like they math is a language like numbers are an actual language that you can you can see you I mean you can find god in numbers there the there's a thing called the central limit theorem just look it up if you get time it's just these amazing uh principles within math um zero and one that, that just that are just there and they just sort of declare god's glory um so i just wanted to talk about that today and just bless you today and just that we would all um, just maybe like be more aware of the of the language that that God is talking to us in and let's learn let's take the time to learn the languages of God that we need to learn and and most of all let's as we grow and we journey and, and we continue to grow with God and with people in these languages let's let's learn to tend that fruit and also to upkeep the different dimensions of the languages that we learn with God. Let's grow with it. We're trying to grow somewhere to a, to a more complete understanding of our Father. The idea of language is to communicate. It's to show the, the connection that we have. It's to enjoy the connection that we have with our Father and with each other. So God bless you today. Um, and, you know, may you remember our our faithful friend there's a there's a word in spanish that so uh, touches me so deeply and it's uh, there's a song called um jesus mi fiel amigo it means jesus my faithful friend and it just melts me because that word in spanish fiel amigo he's he's the faithful friend now we all learn languages language and and grow in it so that we can grow closer to our faithful friend amen shalom